the opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Joe Lenardi, ESPN Bracketologist on the program with us. Do you think that they will punish teams who don't participate in their conference championships? They probably won't, but they absolutely should. If I were in the committee room and a conference didn't have a full field for its conference tournament, and I wasn't able to penalize them this year, I would take away their automatic bid next year. When do we think things flip from the Texans are the bad guys to Deshaun's the bad guys? Like, how long does he have to keep this up before fans are like, really, Deshaun, this is the deal. Are you playing for us or not? I think you're pretty close. It's already swung quite a bit. Here's the problem, though. I don't think it's a matter of good guy, bad guy. I think it's a matter of bad guy, bad guy. Right, right. And and, and and it comes down to who do you think is the worst. Because, hey, look, the Texans are a mess. I would not want to go work for that organization. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Good to go. Twitter at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates 975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. Miss the first two hours. That's some of what you miss. You miss Joe Lenardi. You miss Brad Powers. We should ask. I keep forgetting to ask Brad about the FCS games. I know. I mean, I know uh, he's handicapping him. But uh, anyway, that will all be available on Podcast Arena. Uh, before we get into some other stuff, Big Mule wanted to weigh in on the Watson thing. We asked people to, to weigh in, and we got a lot of good stuff so far. So let's hear it. Sports, guys. Sports, sports man. Man, real quick before I give you my Watson take, AJ, we got to congratulate Bubba over there uh, from Houston. He's uh, getting married on Saturday, so even idiots deserve to be happy. So give him a shout-out to Bubba. I didn't get an invite. I mean, either. Hmm. Well, either did I, but I'm just saying, Bubba's getting married. All right, man. Hey, man, been a long time. I hadn't seen her since family reunion when we were kids. I'm here. Arkansas, baby. <laughs> Coors Light, man. There we go. That's right. All right, I'm going to watch some take uh, real quick, guys. Uh I agree with everything you guys have said. Little by little, I've just been trying to think about it. And here's the first thing. Number one, if they're going to make this trade, it can't be something that even you and Fred are debating. Hey, that was a good deal. That was a bad deal. This has to be where everybody with any IQ can say, man, that was a great deal. Uh, I'm talking like we're getting a player back, either that Howard guy who's a cornerback for the Dolphins, or we're getting back number 95, defensive lineman for the Jets. Either one of those teams is taking Whitney Merciless' contract. You're getting countless picks. I mean, it has to be obvious, which that's the problem. Like Fred says all the time, we're dealing with an idiot franchise that's being run by Jesus Easterby. And so I have no faith they'll make the right deal. Here's the other thing. If you're not going to do it before the draft, then just dig in and don't do it. Because after the draft, you're definitely screwed. And Deshaun, I'm sorry, man. You knew Easterby is part of the equation. I get it. 
it's kind of like a divorce right now. Everything was going good. She cheated on you. He feel, he feels he he feels scolded, and he feels like telling us, "Well, nine months ago when I signed it, I wasn't being cheated on." Well, you gotta be a big boy. Call Cal McNair. Get you and your agent McNair in a room. No David Cully. No Casario. Whatever that guy's name is. Um, no Easterby. And just talk to Cal and say, "This is what I want. Can you give it to me or not?" Be a be a big boy. Be a grown up. And then if not, it's basically AJ what you've been saying. I hate I hate to be this way, but I'm digging it in. I'm saying I, I don't own you. So I want to make sure it's my wording here. I own your contract for five years. And I'm sorry, bud, but uh, Bubba, you're going to have to sit on the bench at home. And when you come to your senses and realize you miss football, and I'm finding you every day, and you're not getting a year of service, then you'll come to your senses and come back. But until then, kind of going to be one of those things that I do with my kids. I'll listen to you. I mean it. I will listen to you. I will try to find a solution. But at the end of the day, I'm the boss, and this is what it's going to be. I, I, that's a great way to look at it. It is kind of like that, like with, with your kids. And like you say, all right, well, let's, let's figure out a reasonable solution, and they can give their input. I often ask my kids when they screw up, what's your punishment going to be? And I let them give me what they think it should be. But at the end of the day, they don't get to decide actually what their punishment is. Right. Unless it meets my standards. Like, and, and then, okay, if, if the punishment that you give me works for me, then okay. But if it doesn't, well, I'm going to adjust it or I'm going to go a different direction. As far as the, you know, consulting him on decisions, I made the comparison to Creighton weeks ago. It's like when your kids say, oh, can we please go to McDonald's for dinner? Can we please? And you go, yeah, I'll talk to your mom about it. And then they leave the room and you look at her and you go, going to the steakhouse, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, kids want McDonald's. Well, screw the kids. They don't get to make the decision. Right. They're not paying for it. Well, now my kids are old enough that I could say, okay, they'll get McDonald's and then just you and I will go out. Yes. But when you have kids that that keep complaining and go, oh, well. I want to go to Subway. Everybody else got to go to Subway yesterday, and well, I didn't get to go. Well, cool. Good for you. Well, when that happens at my house, we just lock them in their cages, and that's it. <laughs> oh, you want to you want to talk back? Get in uh, your cage. I, I, we call them kennels. No crates, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I, housing facilities. I I just think if if he were to sit down with Cal, Cal would be like, "Welcome, Deshaun. I am." Saw, saw, sorry, Durr. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm sure the McNairs love us. So. Um, a lot of people correcting me. Uh, Lord Humongous was the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. So that, that was uh, a good call by you, Fred, and some people on the, uh, the Twitch remembering that as well. The Humongous rules the wasteland. Was that a boy or a girl that threw that? That was a boy. Yeah, the feral child. Are we sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, he just had long hair. It happens. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you know, you don't like long hair. I'm, I'm not saying that. I just I never really knew. And then Lord Humongous got his fingers chopped off. And no, was, it wasn't Lord Humongous who got his feet, uh, fingers chopped off. It was Toady who tried to catch the thing. Lord Humongous was the guy with the microphone. Yeah, the big mask. Or yeah, like he didn't get his fingers cut. Oh, maybe not. Off. No. You might be right. Dude, you would... Oh, he was like, I got it, I got it, I got it. You're right. Yeah, You're that, right. Was, that was Toadie. You know all the characters from that. Pretty much. I don't know all their names. What was the uh, his his man gal's name? I don't know that they had a name for for that. Okay. Uh, for that person. Yeah, for for it. <laughs> I think it was Toadie. I, I could be wrong. Uh, but 
Yeah, no, that that is one of my all time favorite movies. It's my, I think it's my mom's literal all time favorite yeah, movie. It's it's two days ago I saw a tank rig big enough to carry that tanker. You want to get out of here? You talk to me. That's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, and then yeah, Max Phipps as Toady. Okay, yeah, but uh, Emil Minty as the feral kid. Yeah. Emil could also be a girl. I don't know. No, it, it no. says a boy who lives in the wasteland. Yeah. He speaks only in growls and grunts. Kajel Nilsson as the humongous. But who is... Uh, who's uh, who's who's the, the person who's killed? Who, who's that person? You know, there's a bunch of people killed in there. Like Papa Gallo dies. No, I'm talking about killed with the uh, with the boomerang. Oh yeah, the that was the the guy's bitch. Right, but what was her name? Uh, I don't know. It was a him. What? Okay, but he dressed like a lady. Yeah, I, I don't think that they don't even list him in the in the cast. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, not here. Sorry. All right. Well. Oh no, here it is. Jerry O'Sullivan. Credited as Jimmy Brown as the Golden Youth. That's the name of it, huh? Wes's companion who is killed by the feral kid. There you go. Hmm. The Humongous rules the wasteland. That's Wes's companion? I thought that yeah. was Humongous's companion. No, no, no. Humongous didn't have a companion. Okay. Yeah, I thought I, that was I, his I, bitch. I, I, you're, you're, uh, I think you're a little, you're confusing your... Humongous has the... The Jason mask, yeah. the Friday the Thirteenth mask. Yeah, he d- he didn't have a he didn't have one of those. I th- oh, okay, because I I- it was a guy on the motorcycle. Remember, he drove the kind of weird thing that had the big uh, uh, big turbine behind it. Yeah, he I, drove I, a car. It's been so. a long time since I've seen it. I guess. Yeah, well, that is, by the way, great stoned movie. Yeah, a great movie to watch when you're stoned. It, it's it's uh, you know, I'm I mean I mean a lot of movies are great when when you're stoned, but that one in particular. All right, uh, let's squeeze Joe on before we go to break. Go. Hey, what's going on, guys? Sports. Yeah, man. I, I just I just wanted to uh, kind of comment on the Deshaun Watson thing, man. I'm I I saw the tweet and everybody saying I'm like, who who can actually for certain say that he's talking about the Texans? Well, no one and in those tweets. Exactly, but every every time he tweets something, oh, he's talking about the Texans, and he need to go ahead and come out and say well. Uh, say Listen, what everybody already knows, <laughs> but do, I don't actually want see what everybody wants him to come out and say anyway. Everybody knows he wants to be traded. Then why keep tweeting these things? Because he hasn't come out and said it. You're saying everybody knows, but he hasn't but said no, it. No, no, we do, we really don't know anything except what's been leaked by presumably his agent. And that's true. And and I understand that everybody. A lot of people are saying, well, he's under contract and he signed the contract and. And like AJ, what what you said about um, you know being a parent, and and it's like dealing with one of your kids. But if your kid come home and 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 you're a horrible parent, you're smoking crack and and drinking a pitcher Jack Daniels every day. You don't want to be with that parent, right? But the difference and, is with a parent, you don't get to you don't get to choose your parents. Deshaun Watson chose his parents in this situation. He said, "I pick you for the next five years." That like that's the difference. 
And I, I can, okay, I agree with that. But he also, he also should reserve the right to say, hey, you know what? This isn't what I thought it was going to be. But that's not that's how NFL contracts a, work. You can say that's how it should be, but that's not how NFL contracts work. That it's just not. It's well, collectively it, it, bargained well, that not, way. But that well, it's not. That's not how it works with the player. But with the owners, it, it definitely works like that. You can sign a contract, right? But say, that's hey, well, you know what? That's what the we players association right. The players association decided at one point that there were things more important to them than the player being able to get out of a contract the way an owner can. So I, I can't feel bad for him. I can't feel bad for NFL players wanting out of their contract because they got something else. They got either a higher salary cap or, or they got they got something. They, they You know, they got uh, more upfront guaranteed money, whatever it is. Really hot girlfriend. I don't think that was collectively bargained. Or, or boyfriend. I mean, I, nobody. Anyway, all right, let's uh, take a quick break. It is The Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. People are taking it to extremes. Leaving me in limbo to question what I believe. Leaving me to ask. This is the Blitz. The Blitz. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Tony Cox is the name of the guy from Bad Santa. Tony what? Uh, maybe it's pronounced Sorry, I didn't hit my Qua. On. Maybe it was pronounced Qua. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Jacob wants to know, is Drake taking over J.J.'s softball game because Jack Easterby Charity Softball Classic doesn't have the same ring to it? It does not. Guys, God wants you to hit the ball. (laughs) God believes you can hit a home run. I wonder if God, when he hits a home run, says, shout out to the fishes. Yeah, I don't think I'm playing that game. Uh, UH is just killing it on offense early in this game. Yeah, 20. This would be a good win for them, honestly. I mean, this is the. Western Kentucky is the best team in Conference USA. And if they just smash them, I mean, that's, that's a, a, a real quality win. And there's another turnover. And a layup and a foul. Oh, on, the on the floor. floor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is a, a, a real good start for the Cougs. Um, Not a great start for me. No. Well, you know what? That's It's early yet. So they're not going to keep shooting 85%. They might. So. Um, in the category of things we really don't need to see Ghostbusters four close. <laughs> How about another season of Tiger King? Uh, How like prison Tiger King? It's called Tiger King murder, mayhem and madness. Uh, and is this a sequel or is this, I think someone it's, else's take on the Tiger King. Because uh, I'm not interested in that at all. Yeah, well, and I'm not interested in the the fiction version of Tiger. I'm not. In, I, I'm not interested in any more Tiger King. I'm with you. I mean, the unless, story was told. Unless we can document his time in prison. Well, yeah, because you just want to see him get prison raped because you you like that. It's I not don't rape. Know why. It's not rape if you want it. Yeah, well, that's true. Tiger King likes to get it. Well, I know, but it doesn't mean that he wants to get it all the time with everyone against his no. will. But I don't need to see this. What's I, it? What's it going to be on? 
Uh, well, Netflix, of course. Oh, okay. But Netflix, and listen, memo to Netflix, the timing for that was perfect because of the everybody was on lockdown. It really was. And it was different and bizarre and well done. But there's nothing else to tell there. There really isn't. I don't need to see that bitch Carol Baskin ever again. I don't need to see Doc Antler. I don't need to see any of these guys. And I damn sure don't need to see the Tiger King. What if they have footage of that bitch Carol Basking being fed to a tiger? Well, that's different. That that that's, uh, that's a whole different story. Yeah. I would like a. I, I, you know what? I would do. I would watch a an episode or a, a series that investigated Carol Baskin's murder uh, allegations. Yeah. Like yeah, if there was evidence that could point to her being a murderer, I'd like to see that. But she couldn't have done it. You know, she she made Dancing with the Stars. That's I, true. You, you can't kill people when you're on Dancing with the Stars. That's true. So, there's no uh, no murderers on Dancing with the Stars. No, I mean OJ hasn't done it yet. Oh wait, he was acquitted. Ray Lewis, uh, has he been on there? I don't know. Hmm. The Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, did he do it before he died? I don't think so. No, <laughs> dude, that would be. Now you want to get me to you want to get me to watch Dancing with the Stars? Dancing, Dancing with the Serial Killers. Yes. Yeah, he was on Dancing with the Stars in 2019. Ray Lewis was. All right. Oh, he had to leave the Man, show but, because he got injured. But he wasn't a serial killer. He was a one-off, <laughs> at least as far as we know. How great would that be if they lined up a bunch of, like, death row inmates and they had hot chicks dance with them? Man, that would be awesome. I'm, That's I'm, a show I'd watch. Yeah, that, of course. That, that way I would watch Dancing with the Stars. You would get me all in on that. <laughs> See, why, don't, why aren't they creative with stuff like this? That's what I want to know. I mean, that that's a perfect way to do it. Dancing with the serial killer. But are you going to make actual, like, professional dancers be their partner? Yeah. And put them in danger? Well, like, how much danger are they going to be in with cameras and armed guards and stuff like that? You have seen enough stuff about prison. They can make a weapon out of anything and hide it in places that nobody's going to go looking. Oh, stop. Stop. Yeah, you, you could. You know what? Fine. If you're going to be that way, female prisoners yeah, who can dance. That'd be hot. Yeah. I was just going to say, fact, make them dance together. Bigger guy leads. No, in fact. Partner up, cowboy. How about only murderers, only female murderers, and only male murderers? I like this. This is this has got potential. Or better yet, I, I don't think I've ever watched Survivor, but and I know you wanted to be on it. How about a Survivor with all serial killers? And it's a real survivor. Only only one gets to live. They've done movies like that before, like where yeah, they let's drop do it for, all the prisoners yeah, on the island. But let's do they, it for real. I mean, I'd be up for that. that they, in, in the movies, it's always on pay-per-view, and it's going to be the, the most watched pay-per-view. I would actually watch it. Uh, what but was, I'm a sicko. But yeah, I would too. But what was the... There was a... Was it Death Race? Death Race. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. The... Uh, you know what I never saw until re- recently was Death Race 2000. Like from the seventies, that would be where they ran over old people. Like you got points for killing people in your car in the race. Uh, it's pretty badass. I, I can't remember who all was in that, but it, it was one of those that uh, you know. Because I look at those movies from uh, the seventies, and I'm just like, eh. Yeah, Roger Corman directed it. Um, David Carradine. David Carradine. Was Frankenstein. Yeah. And Sylvester Stallone was McKe- Machine Gun Joe. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> Those are probably the only people. Don Steele was Junior Bruce, and, and the the what you, what the idea was is that you had to race across the country, 
and every time you, you ran over somebody, you got points. And so the one guy, my favorite scene was like this old folks home. They basically wheeled the old folks out in the middle of the road so that he could run over them and get points. And instead he circles around and runs over all the doctors and nurses who are watching on the side. I'm like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. I'll be honest. As soon as you said David Carradine's name, I stopped listening and was only just thinking about how weird it was the way he died. Mm. I mean, hey, it's just got to be hard to it, like, it, going it, dying while masturbating has got to be the most embarrassing way to die. You think it's up there? I, I mean, you know, choking yourself masturbating that that's that's a little different. Even regular masturbating, though, like if you. Yeah, because you had a heart attack in the middle of it, and your wife walked in, and she saw you there, a corpse holding on to it, like with a tissue in one hand. Like that's an embarrassing. Yeah, but if you have that heart attack, I don't think it's. I don't still think it'll be standing at attention by the time she gets there. No, I'm t- your body will be stiff from rigor mortis. Not that. I just mean like. Yeah, but rigor mortis takes a while to get in. I mean, but it also would be obvious if like your boxers were down around your knees, and you know, maybe just you know, maybe it was just hurting, and you reached down to it. Comforted. And it's also obvious if, like, the hub is playing on your iPad or something right next to you. Yeah, except... I'm not <laughs> and it's on autoplay mode, so it just got progressively got worse and worse yeah. into, like... I'm not going to care. I, I'm I'm dead. Well, yeah, you're dead. You won't be embarrassed, so, but it'll be yeah. embarrassing for people to talk about. Not really. It'll, it'll be, be embarrassing for your family. Well, no, they'll, they'll make fun of me. I mean, I don't family. think so. Oh, like, yeah. J- your brothers would. Oh, God, yeah. But I don't think your, your, your children would be proud. Oh, they would make fun of me, too. <laughs> I don't know if they'd be proud, no, but they'd certainly make fun of me. All right, quick break. It's The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real Fun Sports. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Um, I says, can we get some dust in the wind for Mr. Potato Head? What happened to Mr. Potato Head? He is uh, no he's, longer Mr. Potato Head. He's just now Potato Head. So you. What happened to Mrs. Potato Head? No. There's no Mrs. Potato Head either. There's gender-neutral Potato Head. And you can dress him up like a man or a lady. Which you could kind of do to begin with. That's true. Yeah. Uh, what would have happened if I would have bought a Mr. Potato Head and a Mrs. Potato Head, and then I'd switch their clothes? Scandalous. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't understand the... Uh, I, don't, I don't... I mean, I guess it's just for the packaging... They removed the potato wing. It's not really They removed his package. Okay. It it was still just a potato. Potatoes don't have, I mean, I guess you could also say potatoes don't have faces, but they really don't. I mean, it it, it comes as just a potato, and then you open up its ass flap, and there's a bunch of stuff you can stick on it. But that, I mean, it's still just a potato. It's like, it's just a matter of you give it a top hat or a bow now. It's your, the choice is yours. Choose your fantasy. Choose your potato fantasy. I'd rather just bake the potato and eat it. You know, that's a good thing. But, but that's but me. you eat them wrong because you eat it plain. Well, I, I put butter on them. Uh, Tony in Houston suggests murderer masturbating survivor. 
like with Kramer and Seinfeld, if you masturbate first, you get killed. Uh, you guys are dark. Yeah. Um, wonder if, uh, oh, this is interesting news that just came across the thing. Yeah. You know how Ben Askren and Jake Paul are going to fight? Did yeah. you hear about that? They're going to yeah. box. Ben Askren, who's a terrible boxer, uh, is going to box Jake Paul. I, I'm interested in that in a way. I don't know if I'm interested enough to pay money to watch it, but I'm interested in it. Former UFC heavyweight champion Frank Mir will also be a part of the upcoming pay-per-view facing Antonio Tarver. Interesting. Boy, I hadn't heard his name in a while. I haven't either. I didn't even know he was still alive. How old is Antonio Tarver? I'm going to go 58. 52. Oh, okay. This is, uh, I wonder what kind of shape he's in. I mean, Antonio Tarver had a, a, a nice, solid career. It's just, it's been some time. Uh, his last fight was 2015. Okay, so not that long ago. It was a split, a, a split draw. And he, I mean, his last loss came in 2009. So he went on an, uh, a decent little run where he wasn't losing fights at least was he fighting anybody nobody nobody big um but the problem with this like this is a what what, i wonder what antonio tarver's weighing right now because frank mir is a big man like a lot of a lot of pro athletes they look big on TV, and then you stand next to them, and they're just like normal sized people. Yeah, yeah. Um, Frank Mir, I've stood next to, and I'm like, dude, they, like he's about the same height as me, but he is just thick. Well, that's like Derek. I mean, yeah, he's just. I mean, he's just a big, big guy. But Derek, oh, I mean, I'm like, I, six, I'm taller like six, than Derek. Are like, you? Yeah, yeah. But on television, Derek looks like. But but he he's, but like when he's sitting next to you, he still does just because he's 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 just. But he dwarfs you inside. Like, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. just a, a, he's built different. But I wonder what, Anto- cause Antonio- so Tarver, Tarver's on Instagram and he's got video of him training other people. He's well, slimmed down, really? but his arms are still pretty good size. Okay. I think if, I mean, he's known that he's going to do this. The, I have a feeling he'll be able to beef it back up pretty The quickly. fact that he's still training fighters makes me nervous for Frank Mir here. Yeah. He's I got- say this all the time. Like, it's one thing to be a good boxer for MMA. It's another to get in there with boxers who are, you know, like that's all they've done their whole lives. And Antonio Tarver strikes me as a guy who's done nothing but boxing his entire life. He didn't waste time with wrestling and jujitsu or or kicking. Like he worked on the same thing every single day since he was a kid. Those guys have an advantage. I I mean, that's it's different. Same thing I said about McGregor. I mean, McGregor, does he have nice boxing for MMA? Yes. Does that mean he could go in there and legitimately compete with Floyd Mayweather? Absolutely not. I think he could compete with a lesser guy, but he wasn't. He wasn't ever gonna sure fight the best. Yeah, he put up a video. Let's see, when was it posted? Two, three days ago, of him signing the con- or of the contract being notarized that he signed it. Okay. So and he's also so he's training individual clients, men and women, but he's also training his son. Oh, okay. who is a from this video looks like a tank. 
He's uh, like short and stocky, but built kind of like Derek, where it's just like a refrigerator with arms. I've got another. He looks like uh, a big dude. I've got another baseball thing I wanted to talk about. And are you panicking over Alex Bregman's hamstring? Is that what it is? No, I, mean, okay, I don't good. care about that. But uh, you know how uh, we talked the other day at you know quite a bit about Carlos Correa and you know whether it's it's the right move to to sign him long term what like what's the uh when do you, when do you want to pay him things like that well another astro is coming out and saying things and this astro has a lot in common with carlos correa he's saying things very similar to what carlos correa is saying and he's got other things in common with him as well but lance mccullers um, has, he says, I'd love to be a long-term Astro. Everyone knows I want to be an Astro. I'm just waiting for them. I, it's funny how the guys who are injury-prone, they want to get things locked up before they start playing baseball games. Like, hey, once the season starts, no promises. Like, I... I always find that odd. It's uh, I I don't think it's just the injury guys. I just I just think they happen to be to have something in common. But those guys are I mean they they're like buddies. They do an MMA podcast together and stuff like that. Uh, I I you know I'm pretty sure that they both want to get it done. He says I would actually prefer to reach an agreement with the Astros before free agency. The entire organization knows I want to be there, and I have not heard a word. Crazy how players are always the bad guys somehow. Lots of times, it's not how it seems. I'm just much more open about it. Hmm. Well. Would you re-sign Lance McCullers right now? I'd certainly talk to him. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see I'd like to see a healthy year, but um, but I'd, I'd at least make the phone call and say, well, what are you looking for? And, you know, if you come to something reasonable, then yeah, but I don't know what he's expecting to make. That's the thing. He's, I mean, if he thinks he's going to make 15 or 16 a year, no thanks. He's a more difficult case than even, you know, even yeah. Correa is because he's, like, literally never had a full season. Like, he, yeah. Correa, we've seen it once, and we saw even the, the shortened season last year, he played the whole thing. We've never really seen this with Lance McCullers. Yeah, and, I mean, obviously he lost an entire year because of the, yep. the Tommy John, but... You know, and when Lance McCullers is good, I think he's very good. And when you look at his, like, if you look at his his career ERA is three point two nine. Yeah, well, I've, I mean, he's always had ace stuff. He hasn't developed into that because he hasn't been able to stay healthy. But oh, I'm wrong. It's it's no, it's, it, that that sounds low, but uh, yeah, it's three point seven zero. Okay, that's still pretty good. It's still really good. Yeah. And, it, but it's it's just his is is legitimately an issue of or can you be out there for me? Yeah, I you kind of hope that after the Tommy John that his arm's fixed, right? I mean, you hope, you hope. yeah. So I don't know. I'd like to see him sign them both, but I mean, again, if, at least make a phone call. If he hadn't heard from anybody, that's kind of yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, you know, just hey, man, we we we'd like to do this, but because I'm sure they've at least broached. You know, uh, negotiations with Carlos. Yes, although he, I, but they may. I mean, they may not want Lance McCullers. It just may be as simple as that. Like Lance McCullers may not be in their long term plans. I think that's kind of silly. I mean, how many how many 
young arms do you have in the system that might still turn into something? Him. Well, what what about that? Uh, well, he'll be 27 this year. Yeah, so he's still got three, four years. Yeah. I think at, at, at peak performance. I, I would be. Plus, I just like the guy. I'd, I I'd do like too, man. I, like he's an, he's an easy guy to cheer for, but I do get frustrated with him constantly being hurt. It's um, like I think, in the words of Charlie Palillo, attendance is part of the grade. But you got to say it right. Attendance is part of the grade. You, that sounded more like Creighton. No, no, because uh, Creighton's a little got a deeper voice. Okay, yeah, yeah. Creighton, Creighton is more. And Creighton says it angrily. Yeah, attendance. It's part of the grade. Uh, yeah, like, you, you got to go up a little bit of it. Part of the grade. Like I think that. you're going up too high, <laughs> no, though. No, I don't know. Well, but I mean, it's it's like a caricature, right? It's supposed <laughs> to be overdone. Part of the grade. Yeah, remarkable. <laughs> but yeah, Mini Charlie filling in tomorrow for Josh. Yeah, Jake Asman will be on for oh, Josh Ennis tomorrow. Awesome. Little Charlie, we like to call him. Of course, Big Charlie. It's Millennial fri- Charlie, I believe. It's Friday, so Big Charlie also has the day off. Oh, uh, uh, Millennial Palillo is what that's we right. call Asman. But, uh, yeah, and we will be out at Sam Houston Race Park tomorrow. I don't even think he's Millennial. I think he's like... Uh, I think he is. What, he's that new thing. Oh, yeah. What are Gen called? Z. Yeah, he's Gen Z. Uh, apparently, there's some big war between the millennials and the Gen Zs. It's a thing that uh, Nina was telling me about this. It's like them going after each other. I'm going to have to go and research this and, and see if it's fun. But uh, anyway, Aaron's a millennial. I don't. Think, yes, by date, yes. And I don't think Aaron fits into the same box as Jake Asman. True. That, that's probably fair. I mean, Jake's a lot smaller. Yeah. He, he can fit into a lot of different boxes. But um, yeah, we'll be at uh, we'll be at Sam Houston Race Park tomorrow. So come on out. Um, and Aaron will not be here. So Juggy Trey will be producing from in studio. Tyler, of course, will be with us at the racetrack. Thanks, I guess. All right, let's take a quick break. One segment left. It's the Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five. ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Final segment of the show. And on a Thursday, you know what that means. A little Hoffman on Hollywood. Yeah, the uh, the magic of Hoffman on Hollywood. I gotta put my headphones on. I need the music to give me my right space. I apologize, as always. Um, let's see, where should we start at? Uh, How about Hollywood. Well, just a thought. That's a good place to start. How about let's start with Emma Watson. Nice. You a fan? Um, uh, no. You know, she's one of those because I saw her as such a little kid. In uh, Harry Potter, that I—I I don't mean like a fan sexually, but like I just but no. But you when find you her ask, to be a good dra- a good well, actress. No, I mean when you're asking me that, you're asking if I think she's hot, and I just like no. She, I think of her as a little kid because, just like I did Arya. So well, she's a 30 year old grown lady, but uh, she's retiring from acting. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, uh, the Harry Potter star told her uh, apparently. It, the, they said she's dormant from her career, won't be taking on any new projects for the foreseeable future. 
She's looking to spend more time with rumored fiance Leo Robinson. They've so, been dating since 2019. Uh, she has that'll, not. That'll get old fast. Yeah, she's not done anything since doing Little Women in 2019, and uh, she refused to join her fellow castmates on the press tour, and simply did the movie's premiere and, and moved on from it. So, I, as someone who I still to this day have not seen uh, a single Harry Potter movie, I don't know. I don't. I didn't know her as a little kid. But I, I did like I've seen her in a few movies. She's a solid actress. It just seems like uh, I, I really don't. I think she's going to have regrets. Uh, listen, if you're giving up your life to spend some time with your fiance, you'll be back acting in two years. Especially if his last name's Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. Um, Lady Gaga was we're out. We're talking about this outside. Her uh, her dog walker was walking three of her French bulldogs and the, someone came up on the dog walker and shot them and then stole two of the dogs. Yeah, the stealing French bulldogs is getting to be a thing. Well, I mean, that's pretty wild to just walk up on the street and do that. Now, Lady Gaga, obviously distraught, is offering half a million dollars to anyone who has her two dogs no questions asked. Anyone who has the dogs can use this email to retrieve the reward. So she's not saying, like, I want these people punished. She's saying, just give me the dogs back. I'll give you half a million dollars. Now, I don't know if that's a great plan because as soon as I gave her that money, I mean, I'd start planning the next dog robbery if I were yeah, this guy. I would robbery, but except here's... Here's what I would do. After I gave them the money, I would totally track down where the money went. Yeah. And I'd get, I think it's easier said than done. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd hire a hacker because that's going to be cheaper than half a million and find out exactly where they are and who they are. And then I'm getting all my armed friends and we're going to their house and we're going to surround them. On a very um, underreported note, uh, the dog walker is expected to make a full recovery. As long as they didn't shoot the dogs. Oh, I mean, I mean, sorry, dog walker, but don't shoot the dogs. I'm okay with humans getting shot. Um, I don't know that I'm looking for this, but apparently there's discussions about a reboot of Frasier. Yeah, again, again, I got nothing for that. Uh, apparently, the uh, I, I, they've been trying to do this for a long time, and Kelsey Grammer's been like, "This is a terrible idea. This is a terrible idea." Uh, but apparently they've come up with something at least that's moderately interesting to him. Uh, the old man, Frazier's dad, is dead. Yeah, he's, he has to be by now. Uh, but he said that he's refused to do a, a, a revival unless Hayden Pierce was involved. I guess the guy who played his brother. Yeah, the gay brother. Yeah. And um, they, they're, he says he'd like to see his next iteration of his character looking for love in a new city. So, um, I, I don't know. I, like, I liked Frasier okay. See, I, I, it's not something I've been like, man, when are they going to redo Frasier? I mean, might as well redo Cheers. Right? I mean, I, I, I liked it, but it's I'm not clamoring for it. Man. Well, the happy, uh, the happy Gilmore I'm clamoring for. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that, too. Judge Judy uh, was in court. As a defendant, 
Oh. Oh, how about who, that? Who did, who did she murder? She didn't murder anyone. Uh, but a, a loss in an L.A. Superior Court on Wednesday means Judge Judy may have to dip into her own pocket to deliver a, a promised $4 million to charity. Uh, the famed small judge screen saw her $22 million counterclaim suit against talent agent Richard Lawrence essentially tossed out of court this morning. Uh, plaintiff, plaintiff is granted 30 days leave to amend, uh, which basically what it boils down to is on August 19th, on behalf of Mr. Lawrence, we stated that Judy had no legal standing. Her case would be dismissed, uh, which it has been. And she is now looking at having to pay $4 million. They're calling it a breach of contract. It's like one week salary for her, though. She is very, very, very well off. But $4 million is still $4 million. Uh, that, that's like you having to pay forty. And uh, dollars, not forty million. Judge Judy is wrapping up its syndicated run after twenty-five years, so the money's going to quit rolling in. But apparently, she's now working with Amazon Studios, and she's going to start her own series called Judy Justice. Yeah, I saw that too. Can't wait to not watch that. Yeah, cannot wait. And that, Fred, is this week's Hoffman on Hollywood. All right. So, Aaron, are you are you doing anything fun this weekend, or? Uh, yeah, the wife and I had this plan from like beginning of January. We're going to drive up to Brenham and go to LJ's Barbecue, which is one of the better ones I think I've ever, maybe the best I've had so far in the state. Okay. Um, I didn't do all 50 like you did in 2017, but I love everything that they do. And then, uh, she's always wanted to go to Brazos Valley Brewing. And then we're going to go back to the distillery I got the whiskey for you guys from for Christmas, Cooper Family. Yeah. Go over there and pick up a couple more bottles because I ran out. So you're just taking a day off to go drink is what you're saying. Yep. All I, right. I admire that. I do. And then Carbach on Saturday. All right. Yeah, I figured I figured that's what you were doing Saturday. So. And then I'm going to have to detox probably all next week. Well, you're going to be working though, right? Yes. Okay. I just. So well, you're going to detox while you're working? Yeah. Okay. Did you see that Aaron Rodgers is going to be hosting Jeopardy for two weeks? No. Yeah. He, apparently, it's like a lifelong dream for him to guest host Jeopardy. So he's okay. going to do it for two weeks. And his uh, new fiance, Shailene Woodley, said he's basically just a giant nerd anyways. It's funny because it's been my lifelong dream to host The Price is Right. No one's offered me the opportunity. Bob Barker retired, and guess what? My phone didn't ring. Thanks a lot, Drew Carey. But Aaron Rodgers can go out and say, oh, I yeah. want to do this. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Well, Aaron, enjoy your uh, enjoy your day off. Y'all have fun out at the racetrack. Tell everybody hi for me. Uh, Omega Man asked on uh, Twitch if he'd be able to come meet you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Great job by Aaron. Really good job by Hoffman today. Okay job by me. I know it'll be a great job coming up because Patrick Creighton is up next. Toss salads and scrambled eggs coming from Creighton. Yeah, we'll be at the racetrack tomorrow. Till then. Stay sportsy, bitches. Over my face. What is a boy to do? Frazier has left the building. This is ESPN 97.5. Real fun sports.